Welcome back to another edition of TC Braves Nation. I'm your host, Brandon Romans, joined in studio as always with my student co-hosts, Caleb Castile, Jake Wilmoth, and McKinley Davis. In just a little bit, we'll have another student co-host, Balin Middleton, joining us. But first, we have a special guest in studio with us this morning, head esports coach, Noah Robertson. And Caleb, I know it's been an exciting weekend. Uh, you're in a little better mood today, it looks like, so... We'll go ahead and let you get everything started. Just slightly. All right. Before we continue with your regularly scheduled programming, we have a special announcement from the Nick Saban of eSports coaches in high school, uh, Coach Noah Robinson, here to announce, I believe, the first ever match in TC eSports history. Yeah, we get started uh, this Wednesday. Uh, uh, I was looking over the schedule. It looks like we have already found or been matched with two opponents. Um, both from Saltillo, so it looks like we'll, Saltillo will be our main opponent this week uh, for eSports. So uh, we're super excited about uh, getting started. The preseason ended last week. We had a pretty good preseason going 2-1. Um, and one. Uh, So that's that's a pretty good start, especially just to get our feet wet. Then that, that was the whole thing. We needed to learn what the rules are, how match day works, and then um, get it rolling from there. Who are y'all playing? Uh, like what game? Uh, it's this is all Super Smash Bros. This semester, uh, that's the only game that uh, has a state championship um, that we could actually compete for. Uh, so that's our focus this semester, and we hope to next semester add some of the other games. Okay. So for those people who are listening and awaiting maybe a different game to play, can you tell us about anything that may be coming in the future? Yeah. So we at this point we only need. Um, some gaming computers to be able to run Rocket League and um, uh, League of Legends. Uh, the big thing that everyone wants to know is where the sports game's at. Um, the company that we run everything through, which is called Play Versus, they acknowledge or they have it built into their system a match setting, I guess you could call it, for um, 2K and Madden. Uh, the issue is is that the state has not recognized it as a state championship yet, in which that's not their fault. They've been pursuing it for several years now, but the companies themselves have said that until we reach a certain amount of esports enrollment, they will not acknowledge it. So that's kind of what we're waiting on at this point is uh, for that acknowledgement to happen. And, and from when I talked to the Play Versus people and people at the state, they said that it is in the works it uh, looks like 2K will most likely be added first. They were hoping to get it this fall. Now they said they're hoping for the spring and at the latest next fall. So it seems like it just keeps getting pushed back uh, each semester, but uh, it's just a waiting game at this point. Mm -hmm. So could you remind the people at home of like the schedule and the layout of the season? Yeah, so you have, I believe it's 10 weeks of actual competi uh, competition. I think it's 11 to 12 weeks in total and you get a bye week. Um, so each week you will compete against another team four o'clock on Wednesdays, is the time that the state set or play versus set. So at four o'clock, we'll, um, all four of our teams will get online and we'll get matched with our opponent and start, uh, competing. That'll go on. And then they take the top 16 teams after the regular season. And that's your playoff teams. And then, uh, each week, twice a week for three weeks, uh, you will uh, fight someone until you get down to the final uh, – either the final four or the final two, and then you have to go to Pearl, Mississippi, to play for the actual state title. Mm -hmm. 
You said the top 16 teams, do y'all play like everybody in the state or country or do y'all just have like a district? Yeah, so it's everyone in the state. We can be paired with anyone. So like I said, uh, two of our four opponents this week are from Saltillo. Um, during the preseason, we played against uh, McGee High School. And then um, one of the other weeks, uh, some of our kids were like, hey, I, let's just do a, a friendly scrimmage match. So to do that, you just open it up to the public and we ended up partner or pairing with a uh, the Florida Christian School, which is the largest uh, private school based out of Miami, at least for our research. And uh, they were the state runner-up last year in Florida, and we got absolutely swept. Uh, but it was a learning experience, you know, because at that point we were 2-0 and and hadn't been beaten yet in preseason. So I think it was good to kind of get, uh, you know, knocked back down. You know, the last thing you want as a first-year program is to have too much confidence and then you go in and get beat, and everybody's just like, well, is this how all season's going to go? And I think it was a great learning experience. We got to not only uh, – we, we swept our first opponents, so that felt really good, you know, built the confidence up. Then we uh, split our second win, and then we got absolutely swept in the third loss. So it, it, it's a mix of emotions, but it, it's a good learning experience going into the regular season, and we will never have to worry about facing that other team again. Mm-hmm. So, Jake McKinley, y'all got anything? Um, how does the points work? You said you uh, swept them. So. Yeah, so uh, it is the way it works is it's best um, two out of three. So I will have uh, three students who will be competing against the other school's three students. And uh, it's best of three. So if we win the first two, then we claim that match point. Um, and so it's the first of two wins. And then some uh, – that's a new set of rules that came in, I believe, either last year or the year before. Uh, I've been talking with some of the other coaches, and they want to go back to the original point system, which is everyone plays all three of your matches, and then you just whoever had the most points at the end. Uh, they think that's more fair because by the way the rules are now, if your first two kids win 2-0, 2-0, you don't even have to play the third one. You can opt out. Uh, the winner has the right to opt out of that. Um, or as we were talking like, talk with some of the other coaches, they – this one coach, he won the first one, lost the second one uh, in a split, and then lost the first to the third one. But if he would have played the third match and his kid won, they would have ended up in a tie. So, you know, it, it's it's a difficult set of rules, but it's fine with me because this is all we've known. Yeah. So we're more than happy just to keep rolling with it, um, with the set of rules that were given to us. And, and we'll, we'll learn to adapt and, uh, you, you know, you can – uh, it's all about making changes on the fly. I know a lot of our kids, they don't mind playing. Even if they've won, they don't mind playing a third game. Uh, they like the practice and the experience. And a lot of them, they each have a main character that they play with. And a lot of times they'll just use their secondary character just for that, uh, getting that experience. So it's, mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, they're, they're looking for that experience. And, and they're excited about Wednesday to, to actually see what it's going to look like week to week moving forward. Mm-hmm. All right, so last question, and I ask this of every single coach in the preseason. Um, the million-dollar question, what really people want to know, are we going to go all the way? I think just based upon the way we had in the preseason, so um, our number one team played against Saltillo's number one team uh, in the preseason. That was the uh, one of the matches that we, we split. And uh, we ended up losing in the end, but – 
uh, Saltillo's number one team was the state championship team last year. It's the same three kids. I, I did my research into it. So our number one team went against their number one team, and it ended in a split decision, and they ended up having the the win to claim the victory. So if that's the state championship team and we can compete, you know, shot for shot with them, I think we've got a great shot of getting to the playoffs in our first year. Especially we have four teams competing for a state title. Uh, I don't think there's there, – I know there's not any other sport that can, can say that. So we have four opportunities not only to make it to the playoffs but to win a title. All right. Well, we thank Coach Robinson for sitting in and letting us know about the upcoming eSports match. Um, we'll get right back to you after these short messages. All right, Caleb, thank you. We do have a couple of announcements. Uh, tonight, Lady Braves Volleyball is taking on North Pontotoc. That is an away game. But tomorrow, Tuesday night, we have another home game here at Tishomingo County High School, and we'll be joining you live on the live stream for that one. So please come out and support the Lady Braves in person. But if you can't make it, be sure to check out our live stream at Tishomingo County High School. All right, Caleb, I know you have some more things to talk about today, so I'll hand the mic back to you and let you get started. Okay, well, first we're talking about college golf because Jake wanted to pull up the rankings for college golf instead of college football. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we got to talk about some uh, some more somber things starting off here about T.C. Braves football against South Pontotoc last Friday night, a tough, tough loss. We were in the game. We had the lead, and we uh, eventually lost, choked a little bit there at the end, but uh, – so we were up 21 to 10. Chandler had three rushing touchdowns, and that was very impressive. And then they scored, and then they scored again, but missed the extra point. So on the final drive, TC needed a field goal to win the game. And then we threw an interception in the red zone that was called back because of a pass interference call. And then we got down to the goal line with no timeouts, with nine seconds left, ran it up the gut, got stuffed, got back to the line, ran it up the gut, got stuffed again. And lost the game like that. We were literally one yard short. Um, I don't think that you can lose a football game by any less. I don't really think that's possible. But uh, the Titans did it in the Super Bowl against the Rams in like 1999. Uh, you know, some people may ask, why wasn't he spiking it? Why didn't we do this? Why didn't we do that? But uh, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And we go on to start division play against a very stout Itawamba Indians team. Yeah. It's, At Itawamba. Yeah. It's a bit of improvement, you think? Yeah. After yeah, the bit. past few games, um, you think y'all have gotten any better from playing uh, Kasu and the other teams? I think a little bit, but we all played terrible. Huh. Like, that team was worse than Belmont. Okay. But we also played – Terrible. So. Okay. Mm. Well, Belmont took the loss to Red Bay last Friday, so both Tishomingo County schools did not come out with a win on Friday night. So it's unfortunate. We really should have won that game, especially being up 21 10. Well, Chandler did cross the goal line. Yeah, he did. And they also had more, uh, had like 15 players on the field. Mm. Well, 15 players couldn't, we can't do much against 15 players, you know? I know. Um, so, Itawamba, and then we'll, we can go ahead and make an announcement about this because next week on the campus of Tishomingo County High School, it is homecoming week. The theme is Friday Night Lights, and we'll be taking on the Caledonia Cavaliers next Friday night for homecoming. 
the football game with the parade being on Thursday and the dance being on Saturday. So a ton of activities coming up that you can get involved in in some capacity. But let's move on from football and talk about uh, volleyball. And, again, we got to go a little somber here because what a shambolic. I mean, it was just from low to high to low to high. They fought so hard against New Albany. Really should have won that game. And uh, New Albany in their gym that's older than the three-point line. <laughs> they couldn't couldn't do it. The ceiling, I got I to gotta call out some architectures here because the ceiling at New Albany, I'm just going to say this, there's a, the ceiling is built on two levels, right? There's the court, the floor, the ceiling above the floor, and then the ceiling above the stands. The ceiling above the stands is higher than the ceiling that is above the floor. Yeah, it was, it was about, a high, about as high as this ceiling. It was so, terrible. So they caused themselves extra work by building two ceilings and making the second one lower than the first one. That doesn't make a lot of sense when you when you're playing volleyball, you know, like a sport that's known for hitting the ball pretty high. I mean, that'd be like playing golf in an office building. Have you seen their buses? I've not seen their buses. <laughs> oh yeah, the white, the white, <laughs> white buses. Oh, the white buses. Uh, and it's so weird because they they built a brand new high school right down the road, and they got to walk a block and a half to get to their old gym that's older than Methuselah. <laughs> it's so strange. I, and I just got to say real quick about that, uh, the fourth set, tied, tied was it 24? Tied at 24, and we get called for a push. There was not a push. I will take that to my grave that it's not a push. On my gravestone, there will be written, it was not a push. <laughs> and then they their ball, the ball we hit over there on the next point, barely scraped their ceiling, probably, barely, probably killed an ant on their ceiling, and then they give it to them. We should have won, but that it was definitely hard with that being the last two plays. But we should have finished it before then. It shouldn't have gotten that far. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a kind of like that NFL films dude used to say back in the eighties. The the Braves closed with a gallant rush, but fell two a mighty two points short. Uh, but on the bright side, though, they did manage to get the win at Ripley Tuesday. That sets us up nicely tonight against North Pontotoc. If we win, we clinch second place and a home playoff game to start off the first round. Yes. And then we get to play Corinth, which is another – which is a treat in itself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess. And then uh, I think we need to make this announcement here because I don't think it's been added to the schedule yet or tweeted out or something. But Thursday night, the Braves will take a long road trip all the way out to Columbus to play Columbus at Columbus. Mm-hmm. Christopher Columbus will be proud. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, um, will he be there? He probably will be. He, he better be for that long drive we're going to make. No. So that's a that's a winnable game, I believe. And then next week we play at Walnut and Saltilla on senior night to close out the regular season. So we have playoffs coming up soon, a lot, not not very, very long. Yeah, very soon. Mm-hmm. Very very soon. Mm-hmm. Also, cross country this Saturday ran at Tupelo. Um, they did good. Um, that's what was given to me. They did did pretty good. Kept up with their momentum. They t- go, take a little hiatus before their next meet, which is the state preparation meet at Tupelo, and the state championships that next week. So a ton of Braves have already qualified for it, 
and I'm sure that there will be more to qualify at the state prep meet. And uh, we got to shout out the band for their, their sweeping, dominating performance of Russellville, Alabama. The little town of Russellville will never forget them. They, uh, <laughs> they came in and took a lot, took a lot of hardware home. Cole himself, one of TCPR's own, took home best overall and best in class in drum major. So congrats to him. He's now to be referred to as the Tuatunga Vailoa of, <laughs> of band drum majors. So that's good, good for Cole and good for the rest of the band as well. Um, as we said, eSports got that meet on Wednesday. And a ton of exciting things happening around the campus. You know, that basketball jamboree is slowly creeping up on yeah, us. Yeah, less than a month. Yeah. Slowly creeping up on us. So, Balin, you're one of the multi-sport athletes that play basketball and volleyball. Can you talk about how that transition happens really so quickly? Um, it's really hard, but especially this season, because we expect to go so far in volleyball. And as soon as volleyball is over, we play like the next day in basketball. It's it's gonna be so hard, but we've been pra we've been practicing in both basketball fourth block, volleyball after school. So I think we're kind of prepared. Just we're gonna learn as we go, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's good to hear. So let's move on to some uh, some sports around the country, and I'm a little bit more happier this this week, as Mr. Roman said. Uh, Mississippi State got the 45 to 14 win over Bowling Green. Will Rogers looked great again, as he's proven that he's the best and most accurate passer in the country. As uh, Ole Miss, I can be happy about them because they struggled against Tulane or Tulsa, whoever they played. Tulsa. Tulsa. So, fun fact, that was the team that we got in the, uh, that we got in the ball game that Malik Heath kicked in the face. Um, so, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ole Miss struggled with them, and they couldn't put them away. And proving my theory last week that Ole Miss is the most overrated team in the country. No, I, I think Tulsa is very underrated. Oh, they have so? they have they have the best passing team in the country. I agree. Oh really? Yeah. Oh really? Oh, okay. So Tulsa's going to like, go look at go look. <laughs> like, this dude, this uh, receiver they had already has like six hundred rush or passing yards or receiving yards, whatever. Well, cool. Well, in like three. Well, Rogers threw that in two games. I think they have. They were a decent team. Yeah, of course. And, of course, you think that. Yeah, y'all must lost. Because they played decent against y'all. Yeah. So you know. Uh, so we'll go over these polls and real quick. I'm gonna call out some people here because if you have a vote in the AP poll and you did not vote for Kansas in your top 25, Full you are illegitimate only. and you do not deserve a vote. Um, that's all I gotta say about that. So Georgia's still at the top after their struggle win over Kent State. Bama at two and Ohio State at three. Michigan at four, and Clemson rounds out your top five behind them. USC at six. Kentucky at seven. Tennessee at eight after their big win over Florida. Oklahoma State at nine, and NC State at ten. NC State plays at Clemson. That'll be probably the highlight match of the week, number ten at number five. Hopefully NC State can expose Clemson as frauds. Um, Ole Miss at 14. They go up two. They play versus Kentucky next week. So That'll this will be, be their first real test. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be the first real I'm test. Excited. Go Cats! Yeah. They're going to beat them by thirty because Ole Miss is fraudulent. Um, let's see, Texas A&M number seventeen. Texas A&M after their win over Arkansas after that the field goal post or what controversy or whatever, wow. they go down to Cowbell Land and we're going to beat them. Obviously, it's Texas A&M's overrated. 
It's going to be a really good game. And then Arkansas dropped down to 20. I don't really think they deserve that. Like, they shouldn't have been in the top 10 in the first place, but they dropped 10 points because of a missed field goal. Yeah. They should have been, like, at least 15 or something like that. Yeah. Well, what's A&M, A&M right Seven, now? 17. 17. Yeah. They, A&M is, like, on and off mm-hmm. each week. Who did they lose to the other week? A&M lost to App State in yeah. two. So they lose to a cupcake, and then they beat somebody good. App State is not really a cupcake, but they kind of are a cupcake too because they did lose to James Madison. Twenty, <laughs> they had a twenty-eight to three lead yeah. and blew it. Yeah, familiar scenes. Uh, so Kansas State entered the top twenty-five at number twenty-five after their big road win at Oklahoma. Oklahoma drops from six to eighteen. Minnesota jumps up. Into the top 25, they are now ranked 21st. They take on Purdue. Um, other receiving votes, you got Kansas had 125 votes. That's really heartbreaking that they didn't get in the top 25. And then Cincinnati has 60. Florida still has 56. They dropped out. Then Wazoo, Syracuse, Oregon State, Texas Tech, in North Carolina, LSU has seven votes. UCLA, Tulane, TCU has one. So that's your top 25 rankings. Um, I believe. Hold on, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see who's uh, playing Kansas next week. Kansas plays Iowa State. That's actually a winnable game for them. So maybe Kansas will enter the top 25 next week. So that's college football for you. Um, moral of the story: Ole Miss are frauds, and we're gonna beat them in November. So <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Now let's move on to some NFL because Tua turning the ball over is now officially Tua scored six points because he has lit the NFL up this season. The Dolphins got a big win over the Bills last year, last year, last week, <laughs> literally yesterday. Um, I heard Sunday Night Football is a pretty boring game. My Falcons that were able to beat the Seahawks, not much said there, but we won a game for a change. Oh, Tampa lost on the two-point conversion. Oh, yeah. Um, Tom Brady's a washed-up old man. And Green Bay got the win. Don't go that far. (laughs) (laughs) I just love throwing shots at people. It's my favorite thing. Um, Wait, so who's the best quarterback in the NFL right now? Best quarterback in the NFL right now is Josh Allen. I think I can agree with that. It's either Allen, Mahomes, or uh, Aaron Rodgers. Definitely not Aaron Rodgers. Right yeah. Now. Well, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is kind of a three. But, I think uh, Tom Brady's better than uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers right now. Yeah, Aaron's, Aaron Rodgers is washed too. Yeah, he's getting up there. Uh, well, I mean, you can't really blame the guy much. I mean, the team did trade his best receiver True. in the offseason, and then they refused to draft him one. So now he's throwing to Alan Lazard, whoever in the world that is. Um, <laughs> 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 so we got – Oh, update on the Braves. They managed to win, pull out a win through a hurricane in Philadelphia. Check on the, check on the standings, Jake, on the division standings between the Braves and the Mets. And the Braves are going to win the division. I already know this. I've been knowing this. Even when we were 20 games back, I've been knowing this. The Mets are the <laughs> Mets, and the Mets are going to be a choker because they're the Mets. And uh, – Real quick, I do want to take a side note to say that their closers walkout song, it's pretty cool, but it doesn't like strike fear in my heart like it does 
when he gets a save against like the Nationals or something. Okay, so power rankings are the Dodgers and the Astros, the Mets, the Braves, the Yankees, the Cardinals, the Blue Jays, the Rays, the Mariners, and the Phillies. So let's see the division standings then, shall we? Okay, the Braves are – let's see. The Braves are one and a half games back of the Mets, sitting at 95 and 58, New York sitting at 97, 57. So that series – it's coming up. We got an away against the Nationals and then at home against the Mets and then away against the Marlins. That's that's the, the remaining games we have to make up that ground. So you definitely have to take two away from the Mets in the series against them. Yeah, we should definitely beat the Nationals and the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see Shouldn't the Mets' remaining schedule. The Mets got lucky. They got a really easy last month. They play the Marlins – then, then us, and then the Nationals. So we literally play the same team. Yeah, same. So hopefully the Braves don't choke it here, and we don't even have to worry about the wild card round. But we probably, knowing knowing my luck, we might. We probably <laughs> didn't know. Uh, what's his name? A pitcher get hurt. Uh, Spencer Strider. Yeah, Spencer Strider. I think so. I don't know. How he got was. put on the fifteen day injury list. Yeah, so that's know, gonna be pretty back. bad. Um, Their season's about to kick off, is it not? Uh, the first game is on the 30th, so yeah. They play in Japan, some preseason games. Mm. So we got Masabai versus the Clippers. I'm going Masabai. <laughs> That's the preseason game. Let's see. Uh, the Grizzlies and the Bucks. The 36ers versus the Suns. Uh, the 36ers are now an NBA team, and I'm going with the 36ers, of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't nah. I? You know? I'm trying to find some more, like, funny team names, but those are really the only two I can find in here. The 36ers and Massabai return on October the 6th. They play – I think they play each other, actually. That's the game of the century. Um, so, and we get to see washed-up LeBron play the Timberwolves. Yay. Mm. Agree. See, there we go. Um, yeah, that So – before we get off the air, I gotta tell y'all a story. So yesterday I was getting bored of foot of NFL, so I decided to watch some real football. Some, some the the Mexican Liga MX versus it was Chivas versus uh, Club Americas, and Amer- Americas won three to one. So now I'm an Americas fan. I'm the biggest Americas fan. Yellow and blue runs in my veins now. I guess I don't know, but. Uh, that was interesting. They were playing at Bobby Dodd Stadium in Atlanta, and that's the most lit I've ever seen Georgia Tech since, like, 2010. So, I mean, credit to them. They got it done. They filled that stadium. I think that's the most packed I've ever seen that stadium since 2010. Uh, Georgia Tech actually fired their coach recently, too. They fired their coach today Dang. or yesterday. So, they realized that their stadium could hold more than two people, so they fired him. Um <laughs> So that's that. Uh, I don't even need to talk about NASCAR. It's, it's in shambles. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Tyler Reddick won. Who cares? Um, we're just going to wrap it up there. Y'all got any final thoughts? All right. Well, let's go Braves, and we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>